you don't have to wash them. I mean, you don't have to wash anything if you don't want to. December 16, 2020, Rare Encounter number 23, Waking Hard and Going to Bed Wet, I'm Abel Kirby. And here's the Hugh Hefner of Hug Pillows, I'm Cold Acid. And we have a special guest. Hi, it's Casey again. (laughs) Back from beyond. Welcome back. It's good to be back. Yeah. And I've It feels like just yesterday. uh, But really, it was eight weeks ago. To help me get through this tearful reunion, I've got a... (laughs) Jack Daniels, down down home punch, which is a country cocktail. Apparently, it's I guess there's cider brand. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's it like a fruit over punch? here. It tastes huh? like a cider. Yeah, like a fruit punch, like a you know synthetic beverage. What do you got, cold acid? I got small batch craft apple cider from Thornbury Village. Uh huh. Those wild thornberries. Yeah. Me, me and my ciders, you know? Yeah. What do you got, Casey? Anything? I think it tastes pretty good. <laughs> I just have a glass of tea. Glass of tea. <laughs> yes, a glass Classic. of hot tea. <laughs> it doesn't belong in there, but that's what I'm drinking out of. Oh, uh, well. That's fine. How's the... We uh, can't all be alcoholics here. So both of you are more north than I am. How's the weather yeah. up there? Uh, the big Freezing. storm's coming tomorrow, <laughs> and I don't have any milk or eggs in the house uh-oh it's a scandal no. <laughs> better get shopping in the morning mm. oh i think Before i have to go work. tonight oh it's gonna be a yeah. line oh definitely <laughs> it, i'm gonna it's gonna be nine o'clock at night i'm glad they finally you know are open till 10 again but it's gonna be a big line everyone will be out panic buying for the big storm <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because i have to work tomorrow morning from home but yeah i can't really mm. Well, the major snow event, I think, hit me already. I don't know if it's the same one that's going your way, but uh, we had a nice clear morning and fresh morning, and then sometime around, I don't know, 10 10 a.m., the snow started, and it hasn't stopped, and it actually turned to sleet once or twice. I think it's still going outside, so it's kind of miserable here. But how many inches did you get? We're supposed to get eight, uh, four to eight. We'll see. We'll see what we really get. What about you, cold acid? You get a uh, snow up there in uh, Cortana? Not right now, but we're apparently going to be getting some light snow tomorrow. Yeah. Cortez. Yeah. So I heard you had a new smell. That was last week. It's it's an old <laughs> smell now. I'm used to it already. Oh, uh, no. It's, it doesn't have that new smell smell. No, what'd you get? No, What's the, not tell, me, tell me about this Febreze lavender thing. You, you have a plug-in? No, it's just plug-in? like... Yeah, just these plugins in the wall because uh, I don't know the place was the place needed a, a olfactory change. It had that stank going, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but uh, but definitely the air could use a bit of freshening. Yeah. 
Uh, so it's a, would you recommend, uh, what, what was the particular brand? Was it Febreze Lavender? I don't even remember the brand anymore, and that's I've what, thrown out the packaging. <laughs> that's what you, I, you, I, I we should have talked about it last week when it was new. Uh, you, you mentioned after the show, so I put it in my notes because that's what I do. I don't know. I got some new shit we can talk about. Uh, do you, did you get my show notes uh, for this week? Because I was looking at. Yes, so uh, you did. Casey, did you get those? Do you have that page open? Yeah. Because I'm going to talk about some photos here. I was looking, unfortunately, somehow I ran into Amazon. Um, they had some lightsaber chopsticks and that I was <laughs> yes. looking at. And I put the little link in the show note, and it doesn't matter. I didn't buy them. But it did lead me down this deep, dark hole of Amazon uh, publicity photos of people using chopsticks. And so if you look at uh, <laughs> very closely at this couple, there's a couple, and they both have glowing lightsabers, and they're holding... It's, it almost reminds me of that picture of... Uh, I think it's some blonde holding a soldering iron and she's holding the tip of the iron like a pen <laughs> instead of from the handle. You know, it's yes. like they're just holding it just wrong. And I started going through other uh, other knockoff versions of this. And so if you go to the next photo down, there's got a party of four people sitting at a table. They're all using chopsticks. And look at this dude on the left. He's holding his chopsticks like he's smoking a cigarette. You know, <laughs> I think they're they were just generic chopstick pictures, and they 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 photo imposed you know they imposed the the, the LED sabers is yeah <laughs> this I'm, brand I'm sure and they're they're, not... mu they're much bigger because they look very unruly. <laughs> I'm sure they're not real lightsabers, uh, but no, going through all these, I I picked out like five or six of these where there's the next photo down. There's a guy holding chopsticks. He's just kind of he has his whole hand out it's like he's levitating them <laughs> in his palm you know they, yeah. these are all fake photos they couldn't even when they're staging they couldn't even take the time to figure out how to actually hold chopsticks you know i like the one with the woman washing them in the sink <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's just got she's got like what, a whole what is handful that? Like of them 10 chopsticks and she's just holding them just between her rubbing palms. them back and forth between like her palms 10, like 10 pairs of chopsticks yeah, there's yeah. like yeah. a whole load of them there <laughs> yeah yeah, so that was it. I, I was seeing those on uh, on Amazon. I said, "Oh, this is stupid." You know, there's a. Uh... It's just sad, you know. I, I think doing the publicity uh, photo, they couldn't even take the time to figure out how to hold them right. He's like holding them with two fingers. What? What are you doing? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that that is not how it's done, people. Yeah, not at all. <sighs> Well, I was watching a little bit of anime this week, and you know what I... Oh, actually, hold on. We got some leftovers from last week. Um, we had a news blooper. We did news bloopers last week. <gasps> I found one that oh. I didn't play. Play it. Yeah, oh, we did. shit. Yeah, here we go. It got lost between the cracks. Oh, I should probably uh, turn up the volume on it. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, probably. That would help. I think I was still playing music with the fader out. Okay, here we go. Now, are you looking for a snack to tickle your taste buds? Karen, do you like your taste buds tickled? Every day. <laughs> Before nine, if possible. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, do you like your taste buds tickled? <laughs> As leftover bullshit. Yeah, oh, my. Yeah. Uh, boy. I, I watched some Sailor Moon, too. Casey, you watch Sailor Moon, right? You know Sailor Moon. Yeah, of course. I found out they had a Viz dub. So there was the uh, original dub they aired, which was the censored dub. And then they had, um, you could always watch it subtitled, but then they had a, a Viz Media did an actual dub of, that was apparently more faithful to the original, so I got some clips from that. I, I don't know, we could play some of those. So we get Sailor Moon, you know. In the name of the moon, 
I'll punish you. That kind of... Love is precious. Some girls can't even find boyfriends. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think we had, what was this, tuxedo mask, maybe? Come to me, sailor guardians. I will drain away every last bit of your... Come... No, that was Jadeite. That was Jadeite. Yeah, that was... <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Oh, boy, Jadeite. Those who come inside never come back out. <laughs> wow! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we had, I think it was Sailor... Was it Sailor Mercury and Mars? It was Ray and what's-her-name uh, talking about. I just came up with a really great idea. What are you getting at? If we can find some guys who have been freshly dumped by their girlfriends, then we can grab them on the rebound. I should have just stayed home and memorized the dictionary. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh my! Yeah, see, I, I like I watched two or three episodes of that. I thought it was a lot better than what I remembered. Uh, yeah, I remember the original dub being just extremely fast, and you know had that weird cadence because it didn't quite match up. Yeah. Well, they did so, all the goofy voices. They did a lot of goofy voices in those. Uh, like the, I don't know if it was really four kids, but the four kids style dubs it was kind of goofy. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I think that predated four kids. Uh, actually, yeah, you're probably right. <sighs> oh well, I had a clip from I think cold acid. That one made it into the last show in in post. Cold acid, cold acid. I don't know what the context was. Someone sent me that on uh, No Agenda Social. Suit <sighs> <sighs> so him up to cold. What have you been up to? Uh, same old, same old. Yeah. Watching anime, doing work, making my picks for next season. Mm. I mean, I'm going to be watching a whole bunch of shows, but uh, like with this season, I don't really want to go through the uh, the sequels, but there are a whole lot of them. Jeez. Yeah, that was really annoying. Um, I went through and I was just trying to find stuff that wasn't sequels or, or you know, wasn't, I don't know. I had a hard time picking out anything I really like, so uh, we can get to picks if you want, but I'll tell you up front, the ones I picked, I just kind of picked. I don't know if they're good. I'm real, really rolling the dice here. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good for you. It's good for you to do that. It'll, it'll make good, uh, I guess you can't say make good TV. <laughs> make good podcasting. Uh, Casey, did you get a look? I, I sent you that Annie List uh, link. Yeah. Did you take a look I at anything? I took a look. Did I any... took a look, and I actually am going to watch one. Oh. Yeah, wanna... and I'm going to watch a sequel, too. Did you watch the oh. original? Not yet. Ah, but there's, hey, it. there's it's 20 perfect. days. I can watch it in 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan, by the way, of reading the third book in a series without the first two. Stuff like that, I, I love it. It's really fun if you jump into something and you don't know what's going on and have to figure it out. I, I like that No, stuff. I'm going to watch the original first. Ah, but I can watch so it. There's 20 whole days between then and when the, the sequel comes out. I'm at, so I, Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a dedicated non-completionist. That's why I, yeah. sometimes I don't finish it, sometimes I don't start it. 20 days, that's enough time to watch 21 core shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, let's uh, let's get. I think Cold, you have the most stuff. So why don't why don't you start with yours? Yeah. Okay. So my picks for next season are Horimiya, uh, Hortensia Saga, and Mushiko Tensei, or Jobless Reincarnation. Jobless Reincarnation. 
Now for the first and last of those, I've been reading the I've been reading the manga, although uh, both of, well, Horimiya is based on is based on the manga. Uh, Mushiko Tensei apparently is a light novel series, but I've only read the manga of it. Finally, Hortensia Saga is actually a video game adaptation of a game that I probably should have, but never have heard of. Hmm. I almost put Horimiya on my list, by the way. It was almost there, but it didn't quite make... Something about the description didn't get me to put it on there, so... I'll be based on the based on the manga. It's a it's a pretty decent odd couple rom com. I'll be looking forward to your report to find out if I should pick it up or not. So yeah, you probably. Well, we'll see what we'll see how the anime actually turns yeah, we'll out. The manga, really... the manga, I, I think is worth picking up. Mm. So I got my two. Uh, unless Casey, you want you want to bring up yours, or I can do mine next. No, I can do mine. Yeah, go ahead. So. I never, again, I never saw the first one, so I don't know if this is going to be any good, so don't, you know, <laughs> think the this Bible is a recommendation. Black 2 is just as good as the first one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am going to watch, uh, let's see, Yakuza Soku no Neverland. Have either Neverland. of you seen the first one? No. I have no idea. No. So, the reason why I want to watch this is because I went to, you know, the Wikipedia article to see what the original story was about. And I read the first, like, paragraph of the plot summary, and it immediately reminded me of a short story that I used to have. Uh-huh. I might actually still have this book. So, I don't know if you have ever read this, but there is a book called After the King, oh, which yeah. has a bunch of short anthology stories in the style of J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, written by various people who aren't Tolkien. Yeah, yeah, I know that. A lot of them, I didn't. A lot of them were kind of crappy, to be perfectly honest. But there was a couple in there that I really remember. And there's this one story in there about a bunch of orphans who basically are living underground with a bunch of goblins, um, and then they get released when they're like 18 years old. And I won't spoil the story. It's it's a classic fairy tale uh, circumstance. But this plot sounds suspiciously like that same sort of story. So I'm going to take a look and see how they handle the situation. I'm looking at the tags here. We've got survival, 95%. We've got gore, 79%. Yeah. Shonen, 63%. Yeah. And also female protagonist. I don't know. This one yeah. sounds like oh, it, it was a good. It was a scary story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this, and I if I'm ever on again, I probably will be. I will tell you all about it. Oh wow! Wait a minute. So according to any list, I'm looking at this. This looks like it's uh, the number one most popular 2021. Yeah, I guess probably. people tagging it. Wow. It's it takes place in the future, in 2045. In the future, in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> No, I'm looking at the photo. It looks like there's a, a girl with some dots on her face. Yeah, uh, and look at their necks. I'm trying to get a good look at it. I think that's a mask. Oh, yeah. there. I, I get a, It's a tiny picture on the site. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at their necks. It, What's wrong it, with their it, necks? So if you click into it, rather than uh, from the list, you can actually see the like. there's a larger photo. Um, and they have numbers tattooed on their necks. Uh-huh. And one of them's ear got cut off. <laughs> So I immediately said, ooh. 
I definitely have to watch this and see wow. what happened. This might be the pick of the litter. Who knows? All it's right, coming well, from I, a good uh, from a good studio. Cloverworks is pretty yep. decent. Yeah, they they were also going to do um, the one you picked. Uh, I can't even remember the name. Yeah, Horimiya. Yeah. Um, I went through. I picked two kind of at random, like I said. Um, I got Bongao Stray Dogs One. <laughs> Which is, uh, I think the only reason I picked it is because it was marked as a comedy, and, and so I wanted to uh, give it a shot. Uh, I know anime comedies are a hit or miss, and so the, the other thing is it's animated by Bones. or it, Let's see, let me take that back. Bones is on the title. I don't know how much of the animation they did. They're also up there with Nomad. And so it's based on a manga. I don't know anything about this, but it's a comedy slice of life supernatural is what the genre is. Um, and it's something about Stray Dogs. Honestly, I have no idea. I watched the trailer. I didn't understand what was going on because it wasn't subtitled. And uh, we'll see. This is not exactly a popular one. I think this is number 42 in the popularity contest. So that's a little, uh, well, we'll see. I'm rolling the I'm, dice. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say you're you have anything to worry about with the animation quality. I mean, going through the list, Nomad's been involved in some uh, good stuff. Yeah. Everything else, um, I don't. Know, we'll see. I'll I'll, uh, I'll hold my uh, my tongue until after I see a couple episodes. And then the the second one was the Kai Bayoi Ramane. Um, uh, there's an English name for that. I've got it here. <clears throat> Doctor Ramane, mysterious disease specialist. Yeah. So this is something about, this is another one I didn't know anything about. I'm not familiar with the source material. Um, actually, it might be original. I'm trying to, no, it says it's based on a manga. Excuse me. And the two things that caught my eye were uh, a character is described as foul-mouthed, and so I like that. And also it's uh, listed as a uh, supernatural psychological genre, so I like that. Uh, so it's like, a, it's like a supernatural anime doctor house. Yeah, and I've liked some of the psychological anime that they've had out. Or, or it's hard to pin down what the psychological genre actually is, but when, when it, I see stuff tagged with it, it's usually something I like. So those that's all the consideration I had. There's no deep meaning behind any of these picks. It's just I went through, and that, that's what caught my eye. So I'll be watching those. Uh, this one airs in 23 days, so we got 30... Yeah. Oh. Till, till, uh Let's see. Uh, says here, January uh, ten. That was it. January yeah, ten. January tenth. Yeah, this is a little ways to go, but just to get those out there, you know, get them out of the way. My map. Yep. <laughs> oh god, boobs. <sighs> now I want to do a quick rundown of sequels. Oh, a QRD. Uh, I've got well for each of these. I've got like a. I've got like a sentence or two. Oh yeah. So let's. Let's go through them. Uh, well, let's go through a few of them, not all of them, uh, but ones that ones that I'm calling out specifically. So first of all, Attack on Titan, the final season, Ugh. or is it? Because there's so much <laughs> there's so much still of the manga that needs to be covered that this this can't be anything but either a marketing ploy or they're giving up on uh, they're giving up on the series if i it, think they're giving next. up personally yeah. they print but yeah can we step back for attack on titan i liked it until i started finding out every fucking person was a titan it's like reading those huh. dune novels and you find out everyone's a Kwisatz Haderach and Duncan Idaho has been killed and resurrected <laughs> 25 fucking times i, I watched gave attack up. on I said, titan oh, until like dumb. 
I figured out the plot like immediately, so I gave up after like <laughs> ten episodes. Not a fan. <laughs> and I was right too. I found out later that I was completely right. Oh, it gets it gets uh, it gets even worse after uh, after they uh, get rid of all the titans on the island. <laughs> all right, next up, ReZero season part two. Yeah, ReZero second season part two. Wouldn't that normally be season three? Hmm, I don't know. They're trying to split everything up to make more money, you know, like The Hobbit. Yeah, I know, and it's it's kind of stupid. However, I'm looking forward to this because I also read the ReZero Light novels, and I know what's coming up in this. Hmm. Uh, next up, Seven Deadly Sins, Dragon's Judgment. So this is, this is continuing the uh, Nanatsu no Taizai anime. The, the manga completed, like, sometime... I don't know if it was this year or even last year, but uh, there's a few seasons left. I wonder if they're going to... This is the fourth season. I wonder if they're going to make it to seven seasons. One for each deadly sin. Hmm. Reincarnated as a slime is continuing into its second season. And who So cares? more Isekai from the monster perspective. What well, was this? This was one of your shows uh, last... Uh, or this current season, I should say, right? No, the uh, previous season, I think. Wow, even before... Wow, so this was when, like, it wasn't, Grill Yeah, was it wasn't airing, a fall right? show. It was a spring or summer show. Wow. It, it, you watched some of that. Was, it, was the first season any good? I can't remember what you said about it. I enjoyed it, but, I mean, I've got bad taste <laughs> because I always love isekai shows, so so take it with, a, take it with like, a bag of salt. All right. All right. Continuing on, Log Horizon, Destruction of the Round Table. So since they're going to be animating more Log Horizon, they pretty much got almost up to the end of the light novels. Maybe this means that some new volumes of the light novel series are on the way. I'm crossing my fingers for that, but I'm not ex exactly counting on it. Continuing on, Otona no Boguya-san 2. Now this is a short anime series, like the four-minute episodes, and essentially it's about a lewd armor shop. So you know like how like the bikini armor and all that sort of thing in like fantasy art and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Well here yeah. here's the place that makes it. That's like the more it reveals, the more uh armor points it has. Yeah. The skimpier so the it, it's the a it it's, it's a it's a short etchy comedy series. Oh, so I of course Sorry. Being, being the pervert I am, of course I'm gonna watch it. Oh god. Boobs. <laughs> Last but not least, Yami Shibai season eight. Now this is this is an interesting one. It's uh, it's kind of a, a horror suspense short series, and this is its eighth season. It started off uh, pretty spooky, but the last few seasons have been more spoopy than anything. Spoopy? I'm, yeah, spoopy. What's spoopy mean? I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it'll get back to actually being like scary and haunting. And my guess is it's just gonna, it's just gonna suck like the last couple of seasons, and I'm, and I'm still gonna end up watching it all because I'm a sucker. What's spoopy? How what? Spoopy is like... It's the dog from Peanuts, right? <laughs> but who is phone? That sort of thing. What's that, like Derpy Stoopy? Or, uh... it, <laughs> Derpy yeah, it's, it's Stoopy? Like, it's like... 
Yeah, it's scary l- and stupid. Yeah, spoop, spoopy is like when you take scary and you mix it with derp. Okay, so it's like Scooby Doo season one. No, that was great. Yeah, don't okay. don't be don't be dissing Scooby Doo, man. Well, what is spooky then, or spoopy? If it's not Scooby, like what's an example? I of just said who was it's phone? Like if you take if you, yeah, if you take something scary and you make it dumb instead, then it's spoopy. Oh, I didn't know Scooby Doo was high art. Scooby Doo is amazing. If you haven't seen it recently, you should watch it again. Oh, no, that's comedy gold. Even the original <laughs> stuff was great. Mars. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't know. I thought it was fun. You know what? Oh, I yeah. About and there's one other show I, I forgot like- to mention. I was going to say Scooby Doo. I liked it when they had the celebrities like Don Knotts with Scooby Doo. That was fun. With Sonny and Cher and Scooby Doo. That was fun. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. That's the part that was great. It got worse, yeah. you know, when, when all of that went away and they tried to make it into a serious <laughs> show. If you watch the original Scooby Doo, <clears throat> It's a parody of itself. It's like... Before a, Scooby-Doo even existed. It's amazing. The, the turnip farmer found gold on his field, and so he had to scary one away. You know, that is yeah. that that's supposed to be serious? No, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving all right, on. so one other show that I forgot to mention, but probably should be, is uh, Eurocamp. Season two, or as I prefer to call it, Yuri Camp, because mm. it's cute girls going cute camping, right? Cute camping, cute girls in the cute bush. Cute camping, yeah. And why? Why does this one sound familiar? And to that me? called this... for uh, that called for a hentai sound clip. Oh, well, do you got one? I can get one. No, no, no. I'm just. I expected you to to play one, and then it was like dead air. Oh yeah, here. Did you bring two lunch boxes to school? You always want something in your mouth. That's all I got. Oh boy. Well, I get some other clips. I don't know. Let me see. What do we have? Stuff we haven't yeah, played. Yeah. So that yet? that's my rundown of uh, of the winter sequelitis. <clears throat> I get some ghost stories clips. I don't know. These are kind of bad. This was your ghost stories, right, Casey? Yeah. I made you watch. <laughs> yeah. Ghost stories is the <laughs> hey, ADV I, dub. Yeah. I love ghost stories. Yeah. So we had uh, uh what's your name? Hit Orny. me with a ghost stories clip. The internet was a blessing from the Lord Jesus. Pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> and Muslim stories. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. I don't know. We had. Some- oh my God. We had some from, uh, we missed doing that when uh, the Supreme Court nominations were were going on, but it was in ghost stories. We had the, um, oh, not Windows Media Player, I hate that. They Sorry. were tempted by Petra! fruit, and they knew they were Petra, sinful and naked without Jesus. Hell. Hello, sinner. God, can you go bomb an abortion clinic or something? You just wait. When that wonderful president finishes stacking the Supreme Court, we won't have to. Don't forget what I told you about premarital sex. Abstinence only got it. Ghost stories, everyone! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. Oh, dear oh God. Lord. Uh, that was a dub that could not be made today. <laughs> Before no, but it made it fly no, under the wait, radar. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah, they all yeah. I know what you're thinking. Why aren't I Pakistani or some stone dreadlock Jamaican while well, you're all being racists? Creepy Japanese men can be cabbies too, you know. But women should never be allowed to drive. 
Oh, well, in other shows, we've got, uh, let me run into my rundown. So we had Grumpy Old Ben's, ooh, there goes my mic. Grumpy Old Ben's had episode 119 Uh-oh. on uh, Monday. They had the Treasury Hacked episode. The Treasury is hacked. That was your tech news. That was the, uh, <gasps> what is that company? It was the Starburst uh, Infiltration, is what they called it, or Sunburst. But the... Sunburst the pro- or Sun Shower or some, some Sun something. Yeah, Sunshine and Chocolate. They, uh, I don't want to, I don't know if we want to bring that up on the show at all, but they had a big IT hack for people using Orion stuff. I don't know, it's a little Mm -hmm. outside of my interest. Um, We had Hog Story number 140, Hot Tuna. And uh, that was on Tuesday when it came out, but I actually listened to that live for once. It's a huge responsibility, folks. Yeah. It's been 254 days since the last episode of Maps Maps with Matt, and Nick the Rat has no news on what his show is uh, tonight. Speaking of Hog Story and Maps with Matt, Sir Matthew is actually going to be on Hog Story tomorrow night. Yes, I heard. So you might want to listen live again. Yeah, we'll find out. My maps! My maps! My <laughs> maps! Woo! Yay! <laughs> yeah, I sent Fletcher that, uh... I sent Fletcher that... Uh, My that maps! ...thing he's been playing on his, uh, on his streams and stuff. We both sent it to him, I guess. Yeah. I didn't send him the original, so I'm the only one who has this one. My map! <laughs> Which is, that was the, uh, the, uh, Girls Last Tour dub. My map! Yeah, that was from Girls Last Tour. Yeah. I think Matt does it better, though. He has more energy. My maps! <laughs> yeah, yeah, his is, his is better. Uh, Plus that wonderful French-Canadian accent. <laughs> oh, boy. Matt, yeah, Matt, movie's Matt. coming up, too, in, uh, in January. Yeah, tell me more. So... So last week we talked about uh, we talked about like the new end of Evangelion. Indeed. Well, w- wait a minute. We don't know if it's going to be the end of Evangelion. Uh, what? Uh, hopefully, it's the end of Evangelion. But in terms of being, that's a movie, what they're saying. They're going to milk this shit for another ten years if they can. Fourth and final movie. That's what it says, literally on Analyst. You know what the words "end of Evangelion" mean, right? They've done this before. The end of Evangelion. Guess what? It wasn't the end. Well, that's because they did the reboot. <laughs> well, because they milked it for more money for the next 10 years, and they're going to do it again. So that's the end That's the end of the reboot. Uh, end so- of Evangelion reboot. Well, until they reboot it again. At least- or they create a new AU. At least these awful Star Wars movies are over. Can we agree on that? What? Yes. <laughs> there'll, yes. Never be, there'll never be another one. Well, there will uh, never be another awful one. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I keep hear I keep hearing rumors that uh, that that uh, people at Disney even want to uh, kill George Lucas. Want to like ret- no retcon <laughs> the the sequel trilogy okay. and just say like these never these never happened and start over again from. After uh, Return of the Jedi, it's ret- I don't think they'd never all do the way that. Down. They just, at best, they just would never mention it again. They're gonna I make don't a think new movie so and... they can make more toys. They gotta. Sell you shit. know what they should have done? They should have just taken the expanded universe, taken like Thrawn. the Thrawn. Yeah, motherfucking no, Thrawn. Yeah, he's they... worth at least a trilogy himself. Yeah. Wouldn't they have to pay like money to other people if they did that? 
Tim, to th- you know, Timothy's the people yeah, who originally Yeah, I know, I know. Disney yeah. doesn't like doing that, do they? They, yeah, they prefer that was, taking that was the something whole that's in the public domain and, and like, t- making it their own. Mm. Yeah, that's their business model. Oh, Damn you, Walt Disney. <sighs> yeah. Actually, another one right, though. That, yeah. That's a point. Disney's done that shit before. They were ripping off other everyone else's stories for a long time. Yeah, that's yeah. how they started, and that's yeah. how they're going to end up too. Yeah. Well, as far as I as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, the uh, the expand the expanded universe uh, storyline is canon, and what Disney made after. After Lucas sold out to them, is doesn't exist. Yep, plain out does not exist. Though I did think it was weird. If you go read those Thrawn books, um, Luke Skywalker's he's walking around the, the the Rebel base and he's drinking this stuff. He's wow, this stuff's really good. You know what it was? Chocolate milk. What? <laughs> nice. He's drinking chocolate milk in the, in the Zon books. This is his favorite drink. He's wow, this is great. It's called chocolate milk. I wouldn't mind some chocolate milk. <laughs> it's the time of year for it. Uh, yeah. Nice hot choco. Yeah, hot choco. More oval team, please. <laughs> Yay! Anyway, the other movie that I wanted to mention is uh, is it's a movie compilation of an of an OVA for uh, Space Battleship Yamato. Ooh. Yeah. So. Space Battleship Yamato 2202. Star Blazers for those who watched it, what, the 80s? 70s. 70s, yeah. 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 Compilation of uh, Space Battleship Yamato 2202. I know Senshi Well, I know Senshi Tachi too. So that's coming out, uh, that's coming out January 15, actually, in Japan. Okay. Well, that should be fun. I've always oh, liked that series. Yeah. That's the one where they have, um, for people who don't know, where they have the battleship Yamato, which was a World War II era Japanese battleship um, that fought in the Pacific. And I believe it was sunk at the time? Or did it survive? I can't remember if it was sunk or not. Um, it was sunk. Yeah, that would make sense because it's famous. Um, they um, resurrect it and turn it into a spaceship, I guess. There was a compilation someone put together. I went to, at one of these anime cons, a panel which was just about space battleship Yamato, and they had the compilation of every single iteration of the anime's opening theme, like the opening credits, and they had, and also the scene where the battleship takes off for the first time. And they just went through every single version of this animation from the, the 70s up until the modern day ones. And there was a I guy I bet who, you the room was just... Oh, sorry. Oh, there's like six people in it. <laughs> uh, I, you know? I was going to say, I bet the room was just full of uh, of old graybeards. <laughs> no, there's like... It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like, a, like a Unix admin uh, <laughs> meeting, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like a sysadmin kind of thing. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it was. There's only a couple of folks there, but there it was a lot of arguing over uh exactly which uh frames were reused or whatever in these two shots. And well this key difference was here because of this at the time, you know, as you know, it's like a Trekkie convention. But worse. Yeah, definitely a gray beard thing. <laughs> oh boy. I'm looking at Fathom Events. They still don't have anything on the anime uh I was looking for that Evangelion premiere in the U.S. and I don't see it. 
the only stuff they have is Christmas bullshit. So they have like the Nutcracker. Somehow they have Babe, you know, <laughs> the talking pig. Really? Yeah. Babe they... in the city. Not Babe in the city. Pig in the city was a sequel. Oh. Babe was the original one, which was just about the pig. You know, Baha Ram you. Mm-hmm. He was a, a pig supremacist, a sheep supremacist. <laughs> your breed, your sheep, your clan be true. <laughs> sheep be true. Um, that was the Australian Australian movie. They had dubbed all the Australian voices out of it. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's a kind of famous one. Um, so they're playing that. They're doing Fiddler on the Roof, so if you're looking to fall asleep in a three-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> if I were a rich man. There's some great songs in that, you know? You had Yenta. Oh, Yenta, the matchmaker. But the the thing is, whenever... Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch me a catch. You know where I remember that most from? Not from Fiddler on the Roof, but Mrs. From, uh, Doubtfire. Miss Doubtfire. Ah! Oh, really? <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, from the, it's from the. It's from the like leave. the. We have to leave now. When they're when they're go. when they're turning them into into <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're right. That was. Uh... It was just two seconds. Yeah, I'm completely with you there. <laughs> yeah. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. It's the whole time. It was Sally Field, wasn't it? We have to leave. Yep. I have, have to leave. leave. <laughs> I have to leave now. We have to leave. I, have to I leave think now. so, yeah. <laughs> they play that shit out of Hog Story all the time. I, I, I'm, bl- I'm blaming Fletcher for this. I'm totally blaming Fletcher for this. Because because he keeps playing those clips. <laughs> Casey, you listen to Hog Story at all? Uh, I listened to the episode you were on. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I do have it on my... <laughs> On my, you know, in my queue. Mm. I haven't. Podcatcher. Um, it's no, a good. It's I, a good pod. I, <laughs> yeah, I just haven't caught up yet. Oh, so you can't ask me anything topical about it. Uh, well, Matt will be on. So I, Matt's a Matt's a friend of Rare Encounters. So we'll listen to him on uh, Hugs. Oh yeah, now that I know he'll be on, I'll definitely listen tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, we got another fan from Matt. Excellent. He's the biggest podcaster without a podcast. I know, right? Well, I guess he technically... It, ta- it takes he's... talent to be a podcaster without a podcast. He's just in the coast mode. He says he's going to make another episode. I don't know. <laughs> you think he ever will? I think so. <laughs> because after after all, I know what province he lives in. Ah. Mm. You know what else is going up on Fathom Events? We've got uh, the 25th anniversary of Clueless. The classic, the the movie, not the series. The the series yeah, had a fun you know, theme song, but I am gonna. I don't like that movie. What? Paul Rudd. <laughs> I don't even know about that. Movie. I can't. Donald Faison and Donald like, Faison and bra- was he wearing braces in that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Elisa Silverstone was the was uh, the girl. It was great, and she thinks she's like she takes a boy home, and she's like, oh, these things are gonna get hot and heavy, and. She, and they're they're sitting on her bed watching a movie. She's watching like gladiator movies. <laughs> no, this is my favorite part. Watch. <laughs> and she talks. To, just a Donald Faison. Donald Faison. The next day, he goes, "What him? He a cake boy." <laughs> That's what he says about him. Oh, it's great. It's a great movie. No, I know it's yeah, a controversial never even heard opinion. Of it. No, I, I just don't. 
It's, like, I get it, but I just don't care. It's a, it's a, <laughs> Nothing happens in the whole movie. It had a Counting just, Crows song in the soundtrack. It was great. It's pure 90s, you know, 95. It had sex Pure 90s. Dialogue. That would have been that would have been Spice Girls movie. Uh, like they were talking about on Hog Stories. <laughs> Spice World. Oh god, those yeah, those reviews. Spice those must, Amazon reviews. Spice must flow. <laughs> the Spice Girls must flow. Senpai. Senpai. No. <laughs> Which one was the one who f I remember watching one of their music videos and where they're dancing in high heels and they they could all do it and then there was one of them who couldn't. <laughs> like it looked like she was gonna fall over. She's, and I can't remember. Maybe it was wannabe where they're running around the museum. Like one of them, she takes a step, and you can tell she's like she's about to really get into it, and then she goes, "Oh!" And she takes, like she doesn't fall over, but or or, or even really stumble. You can tell she's like, "Oh, maybe I can't dance the way I want to in heels." I would think that if if it's in wannabe, it would have to be posh spice. I think I think she's the only one wearing high heels in that. Hmm. Maybe because sporty spice definitely isn't. What about Old Spice? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> old <about> cilantro. <laughs> Ugh, I hate cilantro. Ah, I love it. Oh, no. can't stand it. Ah. It's an acquired taste. I always, I always make sure they don't put any cilantro in my uh, burritos. Ugh. You gotta do it. You gotta have the cilantro. No, yeah, I can't avoid it. It is fine, but I would never choose to have cilantro. It's just not it good. It tastes like soap. You gotta put it in the uh, Mexican rice. It tastes like soap to me. I'm one of those people who, where 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 Wait. it just like tastes horrible. And chocolate tastes like barf and all that, you know. Well, that's just her. Oh, I love the taste it of chocolate. It's just that cilantro rotten milk in it. <laughs> A nice day for a posh wedding uh, is the name of an episode of Ugly Betty with Veronica uh, Beckham in it. <laughs> oh boy, who is Posh Spice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> according to a Wikipedia page, also according to this picture of her. Wait, hold on a second. You had to go to the Spice Girls Wikipedia page. Well, I was looking at the other stuff she was in. Oh. <laughs> Which she's Fake in fan. She was in an episode of Ugly Betty. I don't know. I don't watch Ugly Betty. <clears throat> Boy. All right. What so do we I've, got? I've came across some interesting stuff uh, the last few days. Is this about BCD? No, it's not about BCD. <laughs> all right. All right. No, it's uh, it's actually it's actually about the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. So this dude decided he wanted to he wanted to do uh, a hardware project to help him learn uh, FPGA design and yes. the Verilog programming language. Yes, and he ended up creating a uh, a uh, coprocessor chip for the Super NES that does hardware ray tracing. Hmm. On a Super NES. On a Super NES. Okay, so so what did he do? He developed the chip that he put in the Super NES. Well, like it doesn't go in the Super NES itself, but like the like the Super FX chip, it goes in the cart, right? And then it it sends the uh, it sends the ray traced imaging to the Super NES to draw out. Huh? I guess you could do that, huh? You could put kind of anything you want in the cart. Yeah. 
Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. One of the problems is, of course, is uh, Super Nintendo is uh, 5 volt voltage, right? And pretty much all these FPGAs and stuff and practically everything these days is 3.3 volts. Yeah, low volt. So you need to you need to have like level shifters in there and CMOS. so it looks like a total it looks like a total mess because all the all the required wiring. Huh. But yeah, he took a he took a Cyclone 5 and uh doesn't use the arm core on it at all. So it's just it's just pure FPGA logic to do uh to do the ray tracing. It no rasterization, it has uh various different primitives, three execution cores running at 50 megahertz each, and at up to 30 frames per second, it does uh, it does a 200 by 160 resolution of the Super NES. Huh. Internally, 24-bit color dithered down for to 256 for the display, uh, has reflection, shadows. Yeah, it's pretty, it pretty neat. So it works by... You you program it. You program the chip, right? Yeah. And it does it does the rendering, and then it uh, it takes everything it takes everything back. It creates like the tile structure for uh, for rendering out that the SNES uses. Hmm. It, it's really neat. He's uh, got a bunch of gifs in there that show how it looks. Do you have this in the show notes? Oh, uh, it's in the show notes. It's definitely going in the show notes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks looks pretty damn cool. Hmm. No, I want to see a picture of this. So what's it what's it look like? What do you yeah, use to render? Did he make a game or did he just make a picture with it? Just a just a just a demo. Like a, a graphics demo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, I'm trying to find a picture. Do you have a picture you can send me? Here, send I'll just uh tree. Let me send you the let me send you the link, actually. Oh, I see a picture. Hold I just uh duck duck goat it. There he goes. Ray tracing demo shows developers masking. Da, 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 da. Yes. Someone said yes. Oh, this is you. I got it. No, that's not it. Super RT. Here we go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's real, like real ray tracing. It even has the shadow that matches. Yep. If you scroll down to the bottom, there's a there's a really interesting yeah. one where it's got like the uh, where it's got like the mirror ball. Actually, a few mirror balls, but one like really up close. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky problem. Doing that rendering, pretty damn cool. I don't think you can do that without ray tracing. At least the the uh, the other way you can no, do you it need is, uh, you need ray tracing for that to work. The only other way you can do it is if you want a static reflection. You can um, render it once and then apply like a reflection map. Is one cheating way that they've done that before, but. To actually do a reflection like that, you need ray tracing to compute. And then, of course, the sphere is complicated because all the normals on the sphere point in different directions. So you, like, like there's, there's no way to cheat. If you had a flat mirror, you can cheat with flat mirrors in some 3D settings and like do cheapo <laughs> effects that don't cost the same as ray tracing but give you a cool, uh, cool looking effect. You can't do it with curved surfaces like that. So this is yeah, cool. That yeah, the mirror ball is is like ray tracing only. Yeah. And like you said, if it, if it's like a flat surface that you're doing a mirror, you can just have, you can just have like a, you can just have like a second camera, re render that, flip it, and use that as a texture mm. on the on the surface, right? 
Which, of course, I mean, slows things down because having to do two renders for each uh, output frame now, right, is is going to half your frame rate. Yeah. No, it looks fun. No, let's put that in the show notes so people can see it. Yeah. That's great. I like NES yeah, games. Yeah, it's really cool. There's some um, speedrun videos I was watching. I watched the Kirby's uh, Dream Course <laughs> speedrun. <laughs> World record speedrun. That's it, golf, right? Yeah, it's the golf game. Yeah. Kirby golf game. Yeah, they had the guy who had the world record. He beat the game in like 38 minutes or something. Or maybe it was 32 minutes. From start to finish. And uh, I don't know. I just put it on the background the other day and watched the stupid thing. I was like, well, that's fun. I never even played it, you know? <laughs> but watching some people play, um, especially stuff like, well, Chrono Trigger's one. If you watch them play all the way through that, that's that's a, a treat. I wouldn't advise doing watching someone play that all the way through, you know, more than once or twice because it gets really dull. But some of the, like, Perfect Dark and GoldenEye, if you watch someone do the uh, world record speedruns of those, there is some wicked stuff they do. It, it, and it, especially if you play those games when you're a kid and you go back and you watch someone play it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and actually the game in 20 minutes. <laughs> succeed. What? I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> that and uh, Paper Mario, I play the hell out of Paper Mario, and then you watch the Paper Mario world record speedrun. And they're like, yo, we're not going to level it all. We got these three badges that give you double damage when you have 5 HP. So we're going to do the whole speed run with 5 HP. <laughs> it's like, what? I, this is, Damn. I didn't know that's how you're supposed to play. Was, apparently, this is how you beat it really fast. You know, Super uh, Nintendo 64 and Paper Mario. is the sequel sort of spiritual successor to Super Mario RPG. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, more, of a, I'm more of a completionist than a speed runner, though. Hmm. Oh, well. You ever try and speedrun a game? No, not really. I, tr I practice in speedrun... Speed... Speedrun. I did some speedruns of a few missions in Perfect Dark um, and just tried to get my time as low as possible. I was nowhere near the world, world record pace, but I was getting the um, time awards when you... Th there were awards that in-game it would give you if you could beat the mission under, you know, two and a half minutes or something like that. And there was another award if you could beat it under two minutes and ten seconds, and so on. And so I started getting the higher level ones of those, but I, I couldn't make the world record pace. It was fun, though, you know, just playing the same mission over and over and over again. And you, once you got the routine down and you figured out how the AI worked, you just, it's like the game broke. You just, you knew everything that was going to happen, and all it was is getting the right inputs and, and you know, hoping that they got, sometimes there's random uh, number generators involved. So you're just like, oh, I hope this guy gives the right animation so I can, like, get through him faster, you know? Yeah. I hope he doesn't roll, because then he's harder to hit. You know, that kind of stuff. <sighs> Any uh, games? Anyone playing? Uh, Terraria. Terraria. Casey, I anything? can't get away from that game. No, nothing from me. Huh. What is, yeah. how, what's, what's so addictive about Terraria? I just can't stop, like, exploring and building shit. Mm. Looking at screenshots. Yeah, this is the side-scroller yeah. world Yeah, it's, it's essentially it's essentially 2D Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy VII um, on PlayStation 2, and my main... So, so the original, not the uh, remake, then? Yeah, I, I'm not... I'm sorry, it wasn't 7, it was 10. Um... The original Final Fantasy VII was on uh, was on PlayStation One. Yeah, the original Final PlayStation. Final Fantasy X, not seven. Yeah. I don't know why I said seven. 
I played seven on PC, by the way. Because because seven <laughs> was seven was the uh, was the PlayStation's killer app, at least in terms of RPGs. Yeah, well, I don't know. I didn't play a lot of PlayStation One, PS Two. I like the the problem I have with Final Fantasy Ten is that it keeps crashing on me, and I don't know. I don't think it's my hardware. It's like I'll be in a battle, and then a character will get stuck in an animation, and it'll just keep looping forever and i was like okay i just soft locked the game there's nothing to do except reset and try again and so it gets really irritating and there's no patch there's no this is the days before you could just have a fix for your game if it was broken on launch you know you uh you're just stuck with it there's no way to fix it yep. later not like this you download a game and it's broken and they keep fixing it over the next two weeks next two years it's <laughs> two years Sometimes they don't fix it at all. Video games as a service. Yeah. I was thinking about that. You know, when a PC game had a problem, um, I remember you'd have to go online and look for a patch. Or if you had a piece of software that uh, that had a bug inside, it was like a killer bug you couldn't get through. You, you would go online. And I remember looking for version updates from the vendor and looking for help on the forums. How do you fix this problem and all that? And I think... Binary patches, uh, sometimes you needed to know how to use debug.com. Ever since they started doing these auto-update things, I think that's been lost. Now you're just sort of, if there's a bug, you kind of shrug and move on because it's either going to be fixed or it's not. You know, you, yeah, you're, you're at the waiting, mercy of the you're, developers. You're waiting for the higher power to intervene and fix it for you. and You don't do any work on your own. Because there's a lot less technical skill with... Uh, people using computers these days than than like 10 20 30 years ago even me i mean i have technical skill but i still it's like if there's a bug on on an app that i use i'm like yeah i don't know i don't hunt it down and try and fix it the way i used to yeah i see yeah i'm not saying that's to directly using it or it's not <laughs> it's Wait. not directly the cause but because everybody else is now like expecting Oh, they're gonna they're gonna put out an update. It'll roll out automatically through Steam or whatever. That uh, the people who can do this sort of stuff still don't even bother. Yeah, and it's like when Podcast Attic had a problem with um, I forget it was like No Agenda. The uh, something was broken with it. Uh, the feed when they were migrating to this uh, with some new tag broke it for, for like a week, and I just kind of shrugged. It's like yeah, someone will fix it. That wouldn't have happened. Um, in 2003, if something went wrong, I, you would have had to go and find out, you know, go to support forums and talk to a bunch of people and try and fix it yourself in all these different ways. Or if it was like something that was open source, you'd go and you'd write your own, uh, you'd write your own changes and and submit them up. Oh yeah, tr or try and write a mod or a script or something that kind of works around it. Yeah. Now everybody says, oh, somebody else will take care of it. I'll go do something else in the meantime. Yeah. Which I did. I, I completely ignored it, and then I someone fixed it. <laughs> Yay! So, I guess that's why that's why I changed my attitudes about this thing. I, I don't think it's great. I think you should be critical of the software you use, but it's like, I don't know. Someone else is just going to fix it. Maybe I should shut up and do nothing. Yeah, most of the problems in my life go away that way. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> you're kind of like plug some, let some let it be somebody else's problem. <laughs> it all comes out in the wash. Oh boy! <laughs> any uh, any fun news going on right now? Happy? No, news but news? I but I see in your notes that there's some uh, there's some crappy news. You do? 
Oh? Yeah. There is? So so Crunchy Roll's becoming even uh, oh, becoming oh, yeah. even worse. <laughs> I forgot that was a Now notes. it's now it's getting bought by Soiny. Soiny? We saw that uh we brought this up um, like, I don't know, a month Last, or ago? Like, well, it's been going on. Did we? For I so don't remember. It, everyone suspected it's happening this whole time. Yeah, this brought You this, did at one point. I think it was up, two weeks ago. Maybe three weeks oh, ago. Oh, it was more than that. It was at least a month. Well, this ago. article is only a week old. Yeah, but we were talking about Sony bidding oh. on it back when they were bidding under a billion. They were bidding, um, I yeah. think it was like 0.9 billion when we last talked about it. Yeah, and then they went around and. It's been going on for a while. Yeah. Now it's 1.2 billion. Yeah. So it's sold. Crunchyroll is now Sony. Sony. Oh, Sony already owns Funimation as well. Yep, they're adding it to the catalog. Well, isn't that great? Yep. Also, let's see. Funimation now is a streaming platform. Yeah, it's Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand. That's right. They're everywhere. Can't get away from them. No. And then what do we have next on this news? We have Netflix ads African telecom mogul Strive Misasawa to board of directors. Oh, where's that? And he replaces Susan Rice. Ah, we're getting into politics then. Yeah. (laughs) Who stepped down from the streamers board to uh, join the new cabinet. I didn't know that's what she's been doing this whole time, but that makes sense now. Apparently she worked at Netflix. Huh. It, wow. would, it would it definitely it would definitely explain some things about their about their content in the last few years. Yep. Or should I say propaganda? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I subscribed to Netflix back when they had um, DVDs they'd mail to you. I haven't subscribed to them for a very long time. They had better stuff back then. <laughs> oh, where they didn't pay a license it, every time. Yeah. They, uh, every time you had to watch a movie, they just bought the. They, I remember they had disputes with the um, the companies. Just, you can't rent DVDs without the without more. They wanted more money out of them to, to be able to rent their uh, their DVDs out. Netflix wasn't going to pay it. They said, "Hey, we bought the things. We can loan them." I remember that <laughs> that was a legal dispute uh, between them back in the day. Now they're just uh, under the thumb of the movie companies, you know. If they want more money and Netflix doesn't pay, they can just they just pull the license. Yeah, and they just put it on their own service now. Yeah, they put it on uh, what is it, HBO Max. HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah isn't, that's how Dune is coming out now. Yeah, I'm not going to subscribe to HBO Max. Just Neither am I. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm going to try and watch Dune in a theater. I think that's what it should be. I do like how all the directors and the Hollywood people... Like, I like Dune. I think the book is a work of art. Um, I'm under... Despite what you think about its sequels. The... The Hollywood movie version of Dune is a Hollywood movie. And it could be a very good Hollywood movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but the... uh, you know the butt hurt over it going on HBO Max instead of being in theaters where people who love movies. What I, it's annoying to me. What they're really saying is we want more money. I think is what the bottom line is. But honestly, I'd like watching movies in theaters more if the other people in the theaters weren't such annoying, noisy pricks. Mm. Yeah, I like going in the middle of the day during the week when there's nobody else in the entire theater. Yeah, I like going yeah, alone with no friends. Yeah, that would be the best friends. time to do it. 
<laughs> yeah, I love going alone with no friends. There's been several times when I specifically did not tell people I was going to the movies because I wanted to go alone. Oh, yeah, because I've gone with, with friends where I go, you know what? I get it. You're not going to like this movie the way I like the movie, so I'm just going to make a note in my head. I'm only going to see shitty movies I don't care about when you're around because uh, you can't be bothered to pay attention <laughs> Yeah. Yep, I have those friends too. It's always the worst. If you like something so much better than everybody else in the room. (laughs) It's like, you know what? Let's go see the Godzilla movie. I don't know. Okay, let's do that. And then when it comes to Blade Runner, I'm fucking going to see it alone. Yeah. Or with, like, actually, I went with my IT guy (laughs) at the time. And. And, uh, man, I used to watch so many fucking movies because I went to a theater in Colorado. I had some friends who worked there. And some of them worked at the bar. Some of them worked the front of house, back of house stuff. And um, basically, I would go in, uh, get a beer at the bar. I bullshit with them. And they say, hey, what do you want to see tonight? I say, I don't know. What's this movie? They say, oh, it's in theater two. Just go in. <laughs> and so I saw so many movies without paying for shit when I was living there. Nice. Oh, it was great. So I didn't, you know, I got Blade Runner for free. I just walked in um, a bunch of, like, what was that musical about the, uh, oh, it had, um, it was about the Barnum, was it Barnum and Bailey? Oh, The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman with, uh, what's with, his um, name? Wolverine. Wolverine and uh, <laughs> Zach Graff. What was, who the fuck was in it? Um, Elon? The guy from High School Musical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Z- Oh, I don't. What's his name? Zach. Efron. I don't know. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Uh, Casey's got it. It's Zach the only Efron. reason I'm here. <laughs> the only reason you're here is Zach Efron. That's right. <laughs> oh, that was fun. I like their duet. They had the song they sang together. It was fun. Wait, who played Wolverine again? It was uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh yeah, Jackman. Huge, huge jacked man. The huge jacked man. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, he he plays a pretty good Canadian. Uh huh. Hmm. Well, you know Wolverine's Canadian, right? Oh well, now I do. And uh, Hugh Jackman is Australian. Yeah, I I did know that. He's Hugh Jackman with Hugh Jackman, the huge jacked man. You know he has a coffee company or something, <laughs> and. <laughs> I know that's kind of weirdly off topic. I don't know if it's his company or if he just invests in it, but that coffee's pretty good. What's it called? I don't remember. The Huge Jackman Coffee? I can tell you. Wolverine Cafe. Wolverine Press. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy. How about it's it's some more anime talk? Oh, uh, what do you want? What do you want to get into? Well, we, both, we got both got shows we want to mention. I might as well kick it off. Oh, go ahead. I watched some more Prisma Ilya, so I'm about halfway through now. Okay, okay. Who? Remind me, what's the name of that uh, of that girl who's supposed to be like uh, the reincarnation of King Arthur? Saber. Saber. Because yeah, she's shown up, but like all evil looking and shit with yeah. a face mask. Dark Saber. Dark Saber. Dark Saber. Not to be as opposed to lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they came up with all this bullshit uh, after Fate Stay Night came out. They came up with all this extra stuff. Don't uh, wait a minute. Dark Saber did show up in um, in Fate Stay Night, the original one. So I can't say that uh, she showed up in Heaven's Feel. Actually, now that I think of it, she was the corrupt version of Saber after she gets turned. She gets turnt. But yeah, turnt. Uh, 
She she shows up. And then what happens? Oh, yep. uh, there's been so, there've been some fighting with her, but uh, it's not resolved yet, and I guess I'm going to have to go on to on to disc 2, episode 6 to to see what happens next. Uh-huh. So far is it fun or is it just the same crap? Yeah, I, I'm I'm still in, I'm still enjoying it. Hmm. Honestly, honestly the more I watch, the the less the less I'm well, no, the more I'm wondering why everybody is like, "Oh god, this is so horrible." Well, you know what I want to know. I get I guess it's just because this is my first like real entry into the whole fate thing. And because of that, it it doesn't seem horrible to me. Ilya was a minor character in the original visual novel, and she had originally mm-hmm. she was going to get a route, but she was kind of a minor character actually. And the thing that really made her famous was in the game when you died, they had another minor ca- character was, um, I guess, secondary character is the right the right term for it. Uh, it was Taiga, who was the uh, like the older sister, not quite mother figure in that uh, in in the series, and she had. What, what would happen is, in the game, if you made a lot of bad choices and you ended up dying, you'd get the bad end screen, and then it would go to what they called the Tiger Dojo, and it would be Taiga, and it would be uh, and it would be Ilya. And they basically yell at you and say, you idiot, what'd you do that for? Why didn't you do this, you know? Why are you going out and trying to fight when you can't even stand up straight, you know? So you still, you still try to recover. And they give you, basically, the advice of what you did wrong. But they do it in a snarky way, so it was fun. And, and so all the bad ends were accompanied by basically Ilya yelling at you. And that <laughs> highly popularized her character. I don't think if, if that didn't happen, she wouldn't have been as a popular uh, character. But she did get her heart broken in, ah. uh, in Unlimited Blade Works. Mm. When, uh, oh, that, it, that was when Archer reached into her chest and, and pulled Luthia? her heart out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would break your heart. Yeah. So, are Mew and Luvia also in the original Fate Stay Night? Yeah, they're very, very, very minor characters. The the homunculus maids, or am I thinking of two different characters? Okay. Are they, uh, the 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 blonde the blonde with the drills. Oh no, she's not. And in another it at all. another little lolly character. No. Who I guess goes to school with Ilya. No, they're uh, they're not. They're not. Okay. Yeah, they're not at all. I think they're original to that manga or whatever it was based off from. I thought you were talking about the... She has two... Uh, Ilya had two maids. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Luvia is apparently in Unlimited Blade Works second season. Second season? Oh, yeah. They yeah. probably shoehorned her in. So Blade Unlimited Blade Works was the second route of the visual novel. And I'm pretty sure she didn't show up at all. But they might have done some shit where they snuck her in because they were, you know, cross-promoting. Yeah, and looking at uh, Miu, uh, definitely looks to be just uh, just uh, Prisma Ilya, mm. and what? just checking the character the character pages on Analyst. Yeah, well, that's fun. I should go and uh, and read that again. I read that the original visual novel when it first came out, so that would have been like two thousand eight or nine or something. It was really good. In fact, there is a sequel that I never read, so maybe I should get on that. Maybe I should read some fucking visual novels for this show and talk about them. Probably a good idea. That's I a, should probably do some more visual novels, too, sometimes. That's soon. a thought. It could be fun. You know, the one yeah. the, the one that I was looking forward to was that, um, the one by Sakai Project, the uh, Clockwork Leyline sequel. 
which still isn't out. I just looked the other day. Um, they had a clockwork ley line. I think I saw. I think I saw an email from Sakai Project come in while we're doing the show. Yeah. Yeah, the borderline of dusk was the first one, and that was fun. It was like a Harry Potter kind of thing, you know, high school with magic. In the. The, the thing about the show is, oh, here's the uh, the twist that they had on, it was like Hogwarts, but at night, what <laughs> happens is there is a whole different set of students come in, and they're called night students. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Ooh. premise of the show, is there's a school, and during the day, there's day students, and at night, there's night students. <laughs> and no one knows where they come from or where they go, and so... The, and, and so uh, uh, aside from that snarky shit, you know, it, it was a fun romp with some twists and turns and uh, some other things. But the sequel is due out, and they haven't published it yet, as far as I can tell. Clockwork Leyline. It's it, it's been on their uh, in development uh, page for a very long time. Sakai Project upcoming releases. Let's see, they have bouquet of beloveds. Oh no. Oh, Daybreak of Remnant's Shadow. Yeah, but there's no information on it. It's just in the upcoming release version. And they also have the rights to the third one, which is uh, Clockwork Leyline, Flowers Falling in the Morning Mist. So I like the first one. You know, I'd read the sequel. It's just not out yet. It's, it hasn't been out. I've been waiting for it for a while. Ah, so it goes. So it goes. Casey, you looking forward to anything? Yeah. No. <laughs> Are you dreading anything? Christmas. <laughs> I'm supposed to be buying a present. You know, we're going to do a, a Yankee swap. Oh, one of where, those things. Yeah, one of those things. I don't think we do it correctly. So I'll just say that ahead of time. Um, because one time I looked up the rules and I said, hey, we're not doing this right. And nobody listened to me. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, for anyone who does not know what a Yankee swap is, which I can't imagine is very many people, I think it's it's pretty common. Um, rather than everybody buying presents, it's when you kiss for and tell, right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, everybody buys one present rather than something for everybody, and it's usually something that pretty much everyone could like, or it's something really crappy if you're a jerk. Um, and you wrap them up anonymously and everyone takes, you know, numbers out of a hat and basically you just go in order with the first person, uh, I'm pretty sure just gets to, you know, pick from, you know, what you got. So, okay, so second person can either pick a new present or take what the first guy picked and then, and so on, um, until it goes all the way around. Um, so I'm supposed to pick a present and I cannot, I mean, I have ideas, but I cannot find anything <laughs> well i mean you got a recommendation from the show lightsaber chopsticks yeah <laughs> it's supposed to be we have a um sort of a, a price range which should be around a hundred dollars a hundred dollars it's a lot, lot. Of money. it is so i'm trying to find something that looks like it's a hundred dollars <laughs> but not necessarily no, cost a hundred dollars it's just gotta yeah. look like it but my problem has been, I mean, I have sort of another idea, which I won't mention, which I'll probably go with, but I've been looking at all of these, you know, lists of all the top presents for, from the last couple of years. I've had to go back to see if there was anything yeah. just to try to get inspiration. 
there's nothing. What's this top presents list? The top, the top present of this year, by the way, is the Nintendo Switch Lite, which is the Nintendo Switch, except it doesn't have the Switch part. Is that? It's just a Nintendo. It's just a, like a Game Boy. <laughs> okay. Um, but everything on these lists, so yeah, it's all the you know magazines like Women's Day and USA Today has one, and you know every blog in the in the world they'll, they'll put up a list, and these are the top twenty or however many top hundred presents of twenty twenty. Oh yeah, and you- ninety ninety percent of them are just direct links to Amazon. And nowhere else. Yeah, probably with the uh, the uh, code inside so they get credit if you buy something. Yep, exactly. And it's the same, even if it's not the same product, it's like the same 10 things. There's a pair of wireless earbuds. There is like a Fitbit sort of watch. There is a water bottle and, and so on. And it just goes down and they're all the same. Huh. And I went back all the way to 2017 trying to see if they had other suggestions They've been suggesting the same products, um, maybe different brands, but the same products as the top presents for years. Hmm. Yeah. I did find one that I, I wouldn't get this for anyone, but it threw me off when I saw it and I just started laughing. Oh, yeah? What was that? This is the antibacterial self-cleaning bed sheets. Huh. What? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to wash them. That's that's the that's Look, how they're marketing. I, mean, uh, I think I gotta they're, I gotta tell you something. I about think you should sheets. still wash sheets. I mean, even if they stay clean, <laughs> they get uncomfortable and itchy after a while. I've got. I know. You gotta I mean, regularly that's wash your sheets. But they say right on it, you don't have to wash them. I mean, you don't have to wash anything if you don't want to. <laughs> they also regulate Ugh. your temperature <laughs> and save money, and helps increase glowing skin. Yeah, and I bet they eat, I bet the they rashing. even like take care of the household chores. You get glowing skin from the and rash. make Julian frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three times less laundry because you don't have to wash sheets anymore. Self cleaning. Yeah, this is g- disgusting. <laughs> I would never recommend this to anybody. <laughs> so no, this this sounds totally wrong. No, it was on a list of it's like top. It was on a list of gadgets, first of all. So that was the first problem. But it was like, top gadgets, and it's like, ooh, a nutcracker that, you know, measures the nut before it cracks it. What, what's the use of that? What the that's, hell? You gotta know what your nut is. That may have been an exaggeration, but that's what it is. Oh, God. None of this is good. Uh, <laughs> no, and it's it's all terrible products that I don't I wouldn't give to anybody. <laughs> this is a scam. It's a scam. Yeah, most likely. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know what I'd give for a Yankee swap like that. I don't know. I'm just thankful I don't have to do one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the uh, I I typed into DuckDuckGo things that look expensive. I just like Ooh. to narrate the, uh, not necessarily our expensive. So I've got a gold leaf toilet roll. <laughs> I've got a fake watch. I've got a moon, like a like the um, uh, object, the moon. You know, it comes out at night. Uh, oh, that I, moon! That's a nightlight. That yeah, was actually like on one of the lists. Yeah, that was on the list. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's a giraffe toilet paper. Wow, there's a lot of toilet paper stuff out here. There's a giraffe toilet paper holder. You know, picking through some of these. They're not that great. Uh, I mean, well, this one is just a picture. been shopping this year, uh, toilet paper might not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I really lucked out. I had um, a big box of, a, a big giant case of Charmin that I had uh, when I left Colorado. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess I should just pack this up. And so when I moved to Maryland, <laughs> I had a suitcase and I... I just had an extra suitcase. I don't know. I just fill it with toilet paper. This is kind of stupid. I don't know. This is bullshit. No one's going to care about this. And so I filled the whole suitcase with toilet paper and I drove it 2,000 miles across the country. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is dumb. And then I got here and there's no toilet paper in the store for six and a half months. Wow. <laughs> for a very long time. It's like, oh, wow, that was a good. I looked out with that one. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, well, what do you want to do to wrap up? We gotta get uh, we gotta get something oh, in here to uh, wrap ourselves up here. I was thinking you were gonna talk about uh, some of your shows as well, but uh... oh, um, I don't know if I want to. So yeah, well, I can briefly go into it. We had Higarashi is continuing along. Um, actually, here's a something I did want to bring up. Do you want to become a spoiler cast? I think it'd be a lot more fun to be a spoiler cast because I don't want to. I was thinking about Higarashi. I, like, I can't really talk about anything. It's always a spoiler. I'm not oh, have you guys been like deliberately not saying spoilers? Well, not I haven't been deliberate about it. I've been deliberately but, uh, using it as an excuse to not talk about anime. Does that count? I guess so. <laughs> I've just been like <laughs> thinking you were bad at summarizing stuff. <laughs> oh, well. no, I think I think <laughs> no. I think if it's been if it's been that makes sense if it's now. Been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's been 48, 36 hours since the episode has become available, then it's not spoilers anymore. How about that? Yeah, so it's yeah. been a day and a half. So any anything that airs by like uh, noon on Tuesday, it, we won't consider we don't consider what's happened as spoilers. Anything that's aired after that, though should be considered like people probably haven't gotten a chance to see it yet yeah well the day i became yeah. god's been it it had something that's all over the place if if anyone's watching the show if you watch any of these uh forums where they talk about it they had uh the the first shoe dropped which was hina which was the the character on the show the the girl who shows up one day and she says i'm a god and she goes off and she seems to have uh, omnipotent powers and it turned into a slice of life show and they were just kind of making it through the summer and she keeps saying hey you know the world's gonna end the world's gonna end the world's gonna end and finally the countdown at the end of every episode they'd have a countdown that gets down to zero and uh it got there and it turns out what happened was the uh it turns out she had this genetic disease where she was basically a vegetable and they put a uh, chip inside her head some kind of quantum computer chip and they had a um decided that they were going to pull it out of her after so so long and so they she gets abducted from uh from her summer uh uh friends you know whether i think they're in the middle of filming a movie at the time and it's taken by a bunch of men in black and they she disappears and and then there's a time skip in the last episode where they jump forward they they find out sometime later the the main character finds out oh she's here she's at some hospital and he goes way out of his way to go find her and uh just kind of this sad moment where he comes in and just this girl that he he was uh 
you know, having fun with all summer and doing, you know, the stupid things like the Mahjong tournament and all these stupid jokes about Uno and, and all, all this stuff. And now she's like brain dead in a, uh, oh, in a hospital. Yeah. Under uh, care. It's like, oh, here we go. And this There's is the heartbreak. Yeah, it's coming up. Wow. And so that's kind of like the end of the last episode. That's where they left it off. And so this is the key show, if you couldn't figure it out. So it's described as she has key aids is what people call it. Because Key always has, <laughs> Key always has shows, or it all the all the Jim Medea, uh visual novels would always have the same. It's actually totally in their pattern. This is this is the shit they always do. Is they have, hey, it's a fun slice of life kind of uh, first third or first half of the the series, and then something tragic happens, usually with the girl dr- dying at the end, <laughs> or becoming disabled, or you know something tragic happens to her. So this is or, like becoming a human vegetable. Yeah, or dying of key A. And what the the undis hmm. the uh, unspecific illness that they all seem to have is dubbed key AIDS, <laughs> because the uh, <laughs> it's usually not a real sickness. It's just like plot. It's like having a plot disease, you know. Plot disease. Plot disease. Yep. <laughs> With key, it's called key AIDS, you know. So that's where that one's going. Um, Strike witches. They're finally invading Berlin. Um, about damn time yeah they had yeah, the, that road is really long <laughs> the uh they had <laughs> that nazi ufo that looks like a bell do you know what i'm talking about when i say that yep no yeah. the screenshot i haven't seen uh it, it's a real one though uh this isn't strike witches it's this bell-shaped ufo oh, that, that they had uh, yeah like the one on the i want to believe poster in yes. Mulder's office okay yeah i've seen that yeah that is that shows up <laughs> Uh, oh, nice. That's one of the alien ships uh, that they had to fight. And, you know, there's... What was his name? Gerald Gerald Patton? God damn, he's making all these commentary, and, you know, he wants to fight the war. But, uh, well, of course, he's much, hot-blooded. Not much to say about that, but he's, he's continues to be one of the better characters of the show. And then Higurashi is another another heavy topic. Um, this one, they're in the arc where um, I should probably take a step back. If we, I don't know if you want to summarize it now. I guess I should. The the whole premise of the the Higurashi show, which I don't think I've ever explained, <laughs> because I'm, apparently I'm very bad at summarizing things, is that it's in the 1980s and there's a kid uh, Keiichi moves to this, this rural town. And he he moves there and. Um, finds out that they have a summer festival called the Cotton Drifting Festival, and and it's like, oh, it's fun. And what they do is they have a big. Everyone has the cotton from all their uh, discarded pillows and things like that, and they they have someone who cuts, you know, this shrine maiden um, muddles it up, and then they they throw it in the river, and and uh, you know, it has some ceremonial purpose. And as he's there, he figures out, oh, this is like the. Uh, the replacement ritual, the original one, is they'd have human bodies, and they, and the shrine maid would uh, uh, cut them all up, and they'd muddle up the corpses and throw them in the river. And uh, and it turns out that the village he moved to has this history of being possessed by demons, and it's a horror horror series. And the old families, the old blood of the village, which is the three families who've been there for a very long time, um, may or may not still keep some of those old traditions and kind of like a... Um, bohemian grove kind of way yikes and this is you know before cell phones and everything and so the 
the setting is a very small town. It actually has, I said he's a high school student, but they're actually in a um, single class schoolhouse. And so it has this other interesting dynamic where all the characters are different ages. Um, there's no separating, there's not like class, different classes and different grade levels. All grade levels are in the same classroom together. And so you have the variety of all the characters interacting are, um, you know, all different age ranges. And there's some that are a little older and some that are basically just kids involved. And the current arc they're in is a little bit of a retread from the Dean anime in 2006, um, where they find out that one of the younger kids, um, she was abandoned by her by her family, and she was living with a, with another family. And then her uncle shows up and says, "Oh, I have legal custody," and takes her in. And they think she's being abused, so it's a child abuse arc, which is an, uh, it's pretty rough, uh, even in the original one. And now it's it, it's like all of the characters are completely powerless. They keep going to the the child welfare service office and trying to say, oh, we're just trying to make their case that they should do something. And of course the government doesn't do anything. And the mafia family, because of certain other plot elements, they say, oh, that family, oh, she's one of these uh, these people we don't like. So, you know, you know, she's kind of on her own. We're not gonna help her. And so that's, they're at the, the point where they're like, hey, I don't know, what do you wanna do? Should we just kill the guy? Should we just go to find your uncle and kill him in the woods somewhere, you know? And that was the discussion they had on the last episode. So that's kind of where Higurashi is right now. And uh, they're trying to figure out how to deal with this situation. That's the uh, the spoilers. That's what's going on with Higurashi and Strike Witches and uh, They Became God. Wow. So I'm looking forward to those next couple episodes should be out. Um, Journey of Elena I was watching, but I still don't think they have a... Let's see... I've been watching the GJM subs, and I still don't think they have a good job media. Episode 9, I don't think, is out yet. So let's take a look-see. Uh, I No, Episode 9 was definitely out. Yeah, but they didn't so publish it. I reported it on it in the past. That was that dark episode. Uh, 10 and 11 have both come out. Yeah, but GJM didn't finish it yet. They're behind. No. You you should have been... You should have been... Uh, you should have been watching it uh, from Arai like I've been doing. Uh, well. But yeah, so I mentioned last week how uh, how it was like kind of like a prequel story, right? Where it's like going back to uh, back to Nike's uh, apprentices who happen to be like Elena and uh, what's her what's her name? The other girl, Saya's teachers, right? Yeah, Fran and Sheila, and so this time around. Elena and Saya are in that town and more or less have to get rescued by Fran and Sheila because the gang that the gang that Fran and Sheila had broken up 20 years before was uh, back out on the loose and 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 well shit happened to uh, cause everything to go crazy. But it, it it's lending even more even more credence to the idea that Elena's mom is actually Nike. It's still still nothing still nothing demonstrably provable on that, but more and more hinting towards it, definitely. Mm. So I'm I'm guessing uh next episode, well it comes out in uh, in about a day and a half and it might it might show if uh, if, if Elena's mom is Nike or not. Hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. 
Yeah. Any any last uh, last topics, Casey? Just to give you a chance. No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for tonight. Um, yeah, we covered quite a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, tonight. Next up, we've got our sports event, which is the Greater Sudbury Vipers versus the Ottawa Fabulous. And until then... Fabulous! The Fabulous! <laughs> and until then, I've been Abel Kirby. And I've been Cold Acid. And I'm Casey. Bye! <laughs>